Internal Revenue Service IRS Tax News. Identity Protection PIN program will soon be available to taxpayers nationwide. IRS Tax Tip 2020-168, December 9, 2020. In January, the IRS Identity Protection Program opt-in program will be expanded to all taxpayers who can properly verify their identity. And Identity Protection PIN, P-I-N, is a six-digit number assigned to eligible taxpayers to help prevent their Social Security number from being used to file fraudulent federal income tax returns. This number helps the IRS verify a taxpayer's identity and accept their tax return. The online Get an IP PIN tool immediately displays the taxpayer's assigned number. So let me just kind of recap. They're going to be putting in place this IP PIN. Note when you file your tax return, of course, the IRS sees you as a number, that number being your social security number. If someone gets access to the social security number, then they may be able to file a return and try to collect a refund on it uh, by filing a fraudulent return. In order to stop that, then you could basically use an IPPIN. This is basically, it looks like what the IRS has been using for those people who have experienced fraud already, meaning they tried to file their tax return and they had the experience of it getting kicked back to them because the IRS says, hey, look, your tax return has already been filed. This social security number has already been used because someone clearly stole it and filed a fraudulent tax return with it. So the, the remedy for that, so that they don't file a tax return in the future, so the IRS could know who the person is, uh, now that someone else has the number, would be to provide another number, which is IPPIN uh, type number. So now they're expanding that program so that you can proactively, uh, you know, stop someone, you know, from having that experience if someone steals the social security number, tries to file the tax return, and you apply for the IPPIN then you should have that double that double security so they won't be able to you know file fraudulent returns so you're basically having another uh, idea verification that would be useful or needed when filing the tax return which would could prevent uh, someone using the social security number to file a fraudulent return so this tool uses secure access authentication verify a person's identity taxpayers should review the secure access requirements there's a link to that here before they try to use the get an IPPIN tool uh, other ways to get an IPPIN there are other ways to get an IPPIN if someone is unable to pass the secure access authentication and uh, taxpayers with income of $72,000 or less should complete Form 15227 and mail or fax it to the IRS. The IRS employee will call the taxpayer to verify their identity using a series of questions. Those who pass authentication will receive an IPPIN the following tax year. Taxpayers who cannot verify their identities remotely or who are ineligible to file form 15277 should make an appointment visit a taxpayer assistance center there's a link to that here and bring two forms of picture identification this is an in-person identity verification after the taxpayer passes authentication an IPPIN will be mailed to them within three weeks taxpayers should never share their IPPIN with anyone but their tax provider the IRS will never call to request the taxpayer's IPPIN, and taxpayers must be alert to potential IPPIN scams. So obviously, once you have the IPPIN, 
then if someone tried to you know steal the IPPIN, they would need that in order to file the fraudulent uh, return, or they might need that and the social security number. So then you got to hold on to the IPPIN and make sure no one gets that as well to do their their nefarious scamming fraudulent things. So here's what taxpayers need to know before applying. The Get an IPPIN tool will be available in mid-January. This is the preferred method of obtaining an IPPIN and the only one that immediately reveals the PIN to the taxpayers. Taxpayers who want to voluntarily opt into the IPPIN program don't need to file a Form 14039 Identity Theft Affidavit. The number is valid for one year. Each January, the taxpayers must get a new one. So it's, it's going to be a yearly renewal process. So that, and that, that'll, of course, help once again to remove the potential for fraud because obviously the problem with the social security number is you've had it your entire life and you use it for multiple different types of things. So it's quite likely that, you know, given the fact that you got to use it all the time for your entire life, the social security number might be out there. If they revalue, if they re-up basically the number that they're going to be using on the IRS, like the IPIN number here, if you if you adjust that each year, then of course you're much less likely to experience uh, fraud with regards to the tax preparation at least. So the number is valid for one year. Each January, the taxpayer must get a new one. It must be entered correctly on electronic and paper tax returns to avoid rejections and delays. So just like with the social security number, if you do an electronic filing of the return, you put the wrong social security number in there, an invalid social security number, it's not going to pass. It's not going to go into go through to the IRS. If it's, if it's electronic software, it'll kick it back immediately, which is kind of nice because then uh, you could fix it <laughs> before it gets processed. If it's a paper return, it'll get kicked back, but it'll take longer to do so. Same thing will be here, of course, you would think because it's another ID number basically that's going to be verifying. Uh, who you are so if you don't put the right number in there and you try to electronically file with software it'll probably kick it back just like it would if it was the wrong social security number uh, and you got to get it right in order to process the return so taxpayers with either a social security number an ssn or uh, individual tax identification number a 10 uh, who can verify their identity are eligible for the program any primary or secondary taxpayer or dependent can get an IPPIN if they can prove their identity. The IRS plans to offer an opt-out feature to the IPPIN program in 2022. So if you want to check it out and opt into it and then you, the renewing process is, you don't feel it's there, you might be able to opt out then. So it's the, you have a no risk, hopefully, process to opt into it, check it out and see if you can be part of the double confirmation and if it's too much burden then possibly you opt back on out so confirmed victims of tax uh, related identity theft so here's the confirmed victims meaning most likely they tried to file a tax return and they couldn't because someone else used their their social security number to file a tax return and it was fraudulent and so then they had to you know deal with that problem which is you know kind of kind of annoying so there are no changes to the IPPIN program for confirmed victims of tax-related identity theft. These taxpayers should still file a Form 14039 if their e-file tax return rejects because of a duplicated SSN. So that's the problem. If there's a duplicated SSN, this one's going to be used in order to verify the, the person. The IRS will investigate their case and once the fraudulent tax return is removed from their account, they will automatically receive an IPPIN by mail at the start of the next calendar year. 
So this clearly looks like where this whole thing kind of started, right? They're expanding it to other people now. It started out from people that already experienced fraud and were already victims of, of fraud as a way to prevent the fraud in uh, the future now that the social security number is out there. So IPPINs will be mailed annually to confirm victims and participants enrolled before 2019. The security reasons, or for security reasons, confirmed identity theft victims can't opt out of the IPPIN program. So if you opt into the program, you may be able to opt out if it becomes too burdensome to be dealing with. If you're a confirmed victim of it, meaning someone filed a fraudulent tax return with your social security number, then you can't opt out because the IRS is saying, hey, look, we have no other way to, to, to see who you are. So we have to do this added thing in order to do it. It's, that's my interpretation of it, at least. So confirmed victims also can use the GIT and IPPIN to retrieve a lost IPPINs assigned to them.